everybody. I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And the... <laughs> I forgot what we say. And this is the Drama Mamas. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Do you want to start over or do you want to leave that? Probably we should restart. And if yeah. it's funny and not super offensive, <laughs> then maybe we use that one. All right. Mm. Hey everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And we are the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. This week we take on a classic, Back to the Future. Hell yeah! And we go back. We do. And forth. And in between. Yes. So, side to side. Side to side, the electric slide. Yeah. Please silence your cell phones, viewer discretion is advised, and now your feature presentation. So the movie was written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, and it was directed by Robert Zemeckis. So yes, quick. Uh, Ready Player One. I watched last week with Zach. Mm-hmm. There's a um, shit. Uh, fuck. What's it called when a movie a reference mm-hmm. to Zemeckis in the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, where they get the Zemeckis cube, and when you use it, it turns back time 60 seconds. Interesting. Fun fact. That is fun. Um, okay, so Robert Zemeckis had 30 writing credit, has 30 writing credits since 1972. Before this, he had nothing that I'd heard of. Since he's done Back to the Future, the TV series, Polar Express, and A Christmas Carol. Aww. Bob Gale has 34 writing credits since 1972. Before, also nothing I'd heard of. Although him and Robert Zemeckis seemed to be writing partners, they had a lot of the same projects. Interesting. Since he did, he wrote Back to the Future two and three, and did a lot of video games. Uh, it was Back to the Future was directed by Robert Zemeckis. He has twenty nine directing credits since nineteen seventy two. Before the only movie I recognized was Romancing the Stone, mm-hmm. and I only recognized that by name. I couldn't tell you what it was about. I just know the name. And since he did Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I love that movie! Back to the Future 2 and 3, Death Becomes Her, Forrest Gump, What Lies Beneath, Castaway, Polar Express, Christmas Carol, and Beowulf. So a lot of good ones. Yeah. Yeah, he's directed a lot of good movies. A lot of good ones. Uh, Let's see. This movie starred Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Michael J. Fox has 71 credits since 1973. Everyone got their start in the 70s here. Um, before he was in Family Ties, that's kind of like where he, yeah. that was his big break. Since this, he's done Teen Wolf, Back to the Future, all the movies. Of course. Doc Hollywood, Homeward Bound, he was the voice of Chance. Okay. Uh, that was a favorite when I was a kid. I, yeah, I was about to say, I really liked that movie <laughs> when I was little. Uh, Mars Attacks, Stuart Little, Spin City, Boston Legal, Rescue Me, and he had a recurring role in The Good Wife that was hilarious. Oh. Um... He plays a lawyer who does a lot of... Um, Shaking? Yes. <laughs> you heartless asshole, yes. <laughs> but he plays this lawyer that either defends pharmaceutical groups or sues pharmaceutical groups. And in both cases, he uses his uh, shakes to garner sympathy. Of course. It's hilarious. Like, he'll uh, accidentally drop something when the other lawyer is making a really good point to distract oh. people. And then he'll be like, I'm so sorry. I can't. I have no control over it. Yeah, I've got Parkinson's. Yeah, he's such a dick in that. And it's so funny. Oh, man. I love that, though. Like, yes. I would do some shit like that yeah. for damn sure. I mean, make the best out of a bad situation. Right? Christopher when life Lloyd. gives you lemons, 
He squirted in people's eyes. That's right. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd has 222 credits. Hell since yeah, he does. Yeah, he He's works. The MVP, motherfucker. Uh, he started That's in 19... 19- my MVP is. <laughs> since 1975, he was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That was like one of his first credits, if not his yes. first. Uh, he was in Taxi and Mr. Mom. Since mm-hmm. this movie, he was in Clue, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future 2 and 3, The Addams Family, Angels in the Outfield, and he was the voice of Rasputin in Anastasia. And he's done a ton of TV. This movie came out in 1985, and I was convinced that we had covered 1985. But no. if we have, I can't find it, because I looked through about 12 of the movies we've done that I thought were 1985, and they I were not. don't think we have, because Zach was born in 85. Oh, he's so old. I know. <laughs> Ancient ass. <laughs> All right. 1985 has some interesting trivia. And I like say that with my confidence. my husband was born in it. But I did a lot of copy and pasting, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the Japan Air 123 accident, the deadliest single aircraft crash of all time. The crew could not control the plane, so they used thrust to go up and down and differential thrust to turn. It crashed after 32 <laughs> minutes. 500 stop (laughs) i know thrust is funny but this is not 524 people died no simulation reconstruction has held out as long as the crew did you're such such a dick simulation but i heard stimulation (laughs) of course you did thrust and stimulation (laughs) we're horrible people so this is basically I'm so sorry the for what all is the it, people the... who lost their lives. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, I can tell. I'm just human. <laughs> so the this is basically like the the Kobayashi Maru. Is that, did I say that right? I don't. Is that the same Kobe thing? From no. Several years no. ago. <laughs> no, that wasn't Kobe, was it? I think it was Coney. Coney. Um. This is from Star Trek. It's the uh, the unsolvable puzzle. Like, you're in a, a no-win situation, and they're testing what you're going to do. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so Timothy Cole. I wonder if that was the name of the flight. I'm going to look that up later. Timothy Cole was arrested and convicted of rape in 1985 and sentenced to 25 years, dying in prison in 1999. Good. After the statute of limitations on the crime had run out, the real rapist confessed and DNA testing proved Cole innocent. Ooh, bad. He was officially pardoned in 2009, 10 years after he died. Womp womp. At least they cleared his name. Yeah. I'm I sure mean, that's a, a real comfort. family. You know. At it's fucked up. weren't related to a rapist. Yeah. Up until 1985, babies were generally operated on without anesthetic, as doctors believe they don't feel pain oh, as adults do. Oh, my God. It's fucked up. I wonder if Zach ever had surgery sans anesthesia. It's interesting. Because, you know, he was born <laughs> in 1985. Because he's so fucking old. And there, there He doesn't listen a, to his podcast, so we can say all this shit. There's a small surgery that... You sometimes do on infant boys. Oh, yeah. I don't think... Did they give anesthetic for circumcisions? They do now. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know. It's not like you don't go under general anesthesia. I think they Mm. just, like, numb it or something. I don't know. I did not make... I don't know. (laughs) The 1985 Federal Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act. FMLA. Jesus. E-M-T-L-A. E-M-T-L-A. 
E-M-T-A-L-A. Oh, this is before FMLA, isn't it? Requires that all patients who present with an emergency medical condition must receive treatment to the extent that their emergency oh. condition is medically stabilized, irrespective of their ability to pay. Yeah. In 1901, the town of Sing Sing, New York, <clears throat> changed its name to Ossining. Ossining? <laughs> what? Fuck it, I don't know. To avoid association with the prison. In 1970, New York renamed Sing Sing to Ossining Correctional Facility to associate it with the renamed town. In 1985, <laughs> the prison was reverted back to Sing Sing. <laughs> God damn it, we changed our whole name. And then you change it to fuck you. Listen. We've already printed up our brochures. I'm sure people in New York sounded just like that. Fuck you. <laughs> the Enoch Pratt Free Library in Baltimore held a youth rap contest, and the winner was 14-year-old Tupac Shakur. Yeah, his boy. Name weird. Uh, Rome and Carthage officially ended their 2100-year war in 1985 when the mayors of the respective cities signed a peace treaty. Oh. Yeah. Peace, y'all. Peace. The plastic thingy that saves hot pizza from the top of the box was invented by Carmela oh, Vitali. The Barbie table. Yeah. The yes, that's what it yes, is. The Barbie table. Or uh, a Polly Pocket. Um, what, what am I? What's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, uh, Pavilion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gazebo. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Stuffleupagus. Yeah. <laughs> Was revealed to the adults on Sesame Street in 1985. The writers wanted children to have confidence that adults would believe them, making children less likely to hide sexual assaults. Oh, yeah, that worked, didn't it? I mean... Did it? Who knows? It's weird how some kids are naturally secretive and some kids are naturally not. I don't even remember. Like, Snuffleupagus was the big brown mammoth Mm -hmm. looking thing, Really sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I remember him being nice, but I don't remember why he would have been, like, don't I think he was, no, 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 I think he was supposed to be an imaginary friend, and so, like, kids could see him, but adults couldn't, and so when kids would talk about him, they would be like, what are you talking about? Because adults can't see him. That was his magic. Uh, I think that's how it worked. I like Snuffleupagus. It's so funny. My favorite Sesame Street character is Oscar the Grouch and Snuffleupagus, which are like the opposite ends of the spectrum. Those are my two, the two halves of my personality. I love Oscar the Grouch and begrudgingly Elmo. I also like the Count. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the Unnecessary Censorship? No. We're watching that later. It's hilarious. Ah, ah. Uh, yeah. I forgot about the count. No, yeah, he's he's the real MVP. <laughs> and then it's Oscar the Grouch, and then it's Elmo. Uh, Oscar has got a special place in my heart. Uh, when Coca-Cola... Get out of here. He's me when I'm old. I'm yeah. like, get the he's, fuck off my He's me street. now. <laughs> like, when Coca-Cola announced the return of Coke's original formula, ABC News interrupted General Hospital to break the story. Because I think this is when they were doing new Coke, and it tasted like ass. According to Peter Katera, he originally wrote and composed Glory of Love as the end title for 1985 film Rocky IV. Rocky IV. Rocky IV. He said 
<laughs> originally composed for Rocky the Fourth, and then you like blank phased Rocky Fourth. <laughs> I used to have smart, but, but now, now I just have dumb. Yeah, I only have dumb. Oh There's God, no smart. Oh, smart. That shit's staying in. That was hilarious. That Rocky so the Fourth. <laughs> But was passed over by United Artists, and instead it was used as the theme for the Karate Kid Part 2. <laughs> I gotta get it together. Okay. <clears throat> Phil Collins. Oh, I love Phil Collins! <laughs> uh, okay. Phil Collins first performed at Live Aid Concert in Wembley, UK. Five hours later, he joined the Live Aid Concert in Philadelphia, US, at the same local time as London, thanks to the Concord. Wow. Yeah, which is no longer running. They used to be that super quick flight. Yeah, they were like, uh, I remember they had their name written across the... I remember it because it's a huge plot point in the parent parent trap because they beat oh, them back to London maybe using that's the Concorde. What it is. Maybe that's why it's like prominent in my head what mm-hmm. the plane looks like. <laughs> After Nintendo won their case against Universal Studios over their name Donkey Kong... They thanked their attorney with a $30,000 sailboat named Donkey Kong and exclusive worldwide rights to use the name for sailboats. I don't know who was itching to use Donkey Kong as a sailboat name, but apparently you can't because this guy owns the rights. It's okay, though, because you can still use Donkey Punch. Or Donkey Dong. Donkey Dong. (laughs) Rocky the Fourth. Oh, God. Okay. Per a 1985 Supreme Court ruling, Long Island is legally considered a peninsula. Peninsula? I wonder what that case was about. (laughs) How does that become a Supreme Court ruling? I don't know. It's an island, God damn it. It's in the name. was mad. Yeah, somebody was upset. Tim Burton's directorial debut and Danny Elfman's film scoring debut happened in the same film. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> My mom didn't want me to watch Pee-wee Herman. My mom did not let me watch Pee-wee Herman. She did not want me to watch it. Um, and now I'm like, eh. I mean, eh. Yeah, when you're an adult and you are exposed to Pee-wee Herman, you're just like, why is like, everyone into this? Everything is so... Dumb? Beyond now. Yes. That the stuff that's like... Why our moms didn't want us to watch it when we were little. It's very tame. I'm just like, Shh. what was she thinking? My mom <laughs> didn't want me to watch so uh, Beavis and Butthead. She didn't want oh, me yeah, to no. see people playing Mortal Kombat. She didn't want me to watch uh, The Simpsons. Oh, no, I could watch The Simpsons. That was fine. Well, we didn't have a TV, so she didn't let me she see anything. <laughs> she didn't want you to see anything. Yeah. Uh, in 1985, Aretha Franklin's voice was legally declared one of Michigan's natural resources. <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger started selling his own menswear clothesline in 1985. Wow. Ferris Bueller's actual date. <laughs> Why can't I talk? His actual. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's actual day off was June 5th, 1985, pinpointed by the data from the Braves versus Cubs games he attended. That's important because June 5th is my birthday, guys. Yes, it is. I wasn't alive in 1985, but I share a birthday with my cousin Brandon, and he was. That was his third birthday. So. It counts. So it counts. 
When Ronald Reagan watched Back to the Future for the first time, he loved the joke about who was president in 1985. Ronald Reagan, the actor, so much that he made the theater projectionist stop the film, roll it back, and play the joke again. (laughs) The biggest movies in 1985 were... Back to the Future. What were they? Back to the Future was number one. Rambo First Blood Part 2 was number two. And Rocky the Fourth was number three. Oh, God. That is going to forever haunt me. Like, I hope Luke doesn't listen to this episode. He will never let me live it down. Dude, if he he doesn't listen to it, Tyler will. (laughs) I just got to own it. Like, I was just reading it. I read a lot of history shit, and that's when you see Roman numerals after a name, it's the. (laughs) Yes. Really, it's because I'm such an academic. That's that's my downfall. Because Rocky Four is for meatheads, <laughs> and Rocky the Fourth is, Rocky Ford is for brainiacs. Is that the one with the Russian dude? I don't fucking know. Oh my god! You know what you I know from have to Rocky? That now. The montage when he's the training right. montage with the classic music. Yes, yeah. and him running up all those fucking Adrian. stairs. Yeah, and Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscar winner in 1985 was Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. Rock me, Amadeus. Uh, Okay, so movie trivia. There was a ton. Okay. So much so that I got tired of reading it and just started like... So it's a surprise to you, too. Browsing, picking out stuff that sounded cool. Cool. Um... The rights to the film and its sequels are owned by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. In a 2015 interview, Zemeckis maintained that no reboot or remake of the franchise would be authorized during their lifetime. The script was rejected 44 times before it was finally greenlit. That's interesting because it's such an iconic movie. It is. Apparently Ronald... Oh, wait. I already told you about Ronald Reagan. (laughs) When this movie was previewed for a test audience, Industrial Light and Magic, ILM, had not completed the final DeLorean in-flight shot, and the last several minutes of the movie were previewed in black and white. Did not matter, as the audience roared in approval for the final scene anyway. Yeah. It's a cool scene. It is. Even today, it's a cool scene. Yeah. The special effects were not great. No, but but they were not horrible. They were pretty good. Like 33 years ago is not bad. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Lloyd uh-uh. stated that he always wanted to do one more movie in which Marty and Doc Brown time travel back to ancient Rome. <clears throat> Interesting. I love Christopher Lloyd, so I would let him do anything he wanted to do on film, not do to me. What is the... Okay, do you associate him with Doc Brown? Is that like when you no. see him, is that what you associate no. him with? What do you? Okay, so first immediately because, okay, hold on. Hold on. Are we going to have to wait and do this in the movie part? No. I have I have a specific Christopher Lloyd part in my notes. <laughs> of course you do. Of course, I do. Uh, <laughs> I said, you're going to fucking... You're going to be like, of course you do. <laughs> I have a serious hard-on for Christopher Lloyd. If he and Tim Curry wanted to, I learned this week <laughs> that adult adoption is a thing. Oh, yeah? And my biological parents are dead to me. <laughs> yeah. So I am free 
mm-hmm. if they're interested. What about Willem Dafoe? I thought you wanted him to be your dad. I would. They could all three. They could try parent you. Try parent. <laughs> it would be like the Tri Wizard Cup. Yes. Of parenting, but they wouldn't have to parent me. That I could just say these are my dads, mm-hmm. and people would be like, "Oh shit!" And I would be like, "Just send them a letter." Or tweet them if they're on Twitter. Tim Curry, I don't believe, is on Twitter. I'm shocked that you don't know that for sure. Lloyd. No, I think he has, like, a fan club. Mm-hmm. He does not maintain Right, anything. right, right. Um, Christopher Lloyd may. Mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe probably does. What? Uh, so what's the thing that you associate him with? Is it Clue? Oh, no, not immediately. Immediately. Have you ever seen the trailer for Gobstopper? No. It's not a real movie, which is unfortunate. It needs to be. I would Kickstarter right. fund the shit out of it. We will watch this when we're done. Mm-hmm. Okay. We need to start making a list. We need to watch The Count and that. Yes. But um, in this trailer, he, it's so like, usually he's like fun and he's funny and he's light and you know he's like a laughy guy that's yeah. what i associate with him but gobstopper he is not okay. and so it's such a stark difference from what he normally plays or what you I associate saw it, mm-hmm. yeah several years ago now mm-hmm. uh i was like <gasps> and now when i see him i just i want it so bad like to I, be a thing. Yes. So I, bad. You're going to want it really bad, too, once you see it. The first time um, the first time you see Doc Brown, he has crazy eyes. It's in my notes. We're going to talk about his crazy eyes. Okay. Um, and he will forever be Uncle Fester oh, to me. Oh, yes. Because, like, he, the, fa- the first time you see his face, he's got an expression that he uses in the yes. Addams Family. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, but afterwards, I was like, oh, no, it's Doc Brown. But immediately, I was just like, Uncle Fester. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what I... I just, he's in so many, like, <clears throat> movies from mm-hmm. our youth. Like, right. And he's... Most um, of my favorite movies, he had He makes an impression. Like, yeah. he, he commits he to his roles. He's a character. Yes. Universal Pictures had Sid Sheinberg. Did not like the title Back to the Future, insisting that nobody would see a movie with future in the title. In a memo to Robert Zemeckis, he said that the title should be changed to Spaceman from Pluto, tying in with Marty with the Marty as alien jokes in the film, and also suggested further changes like replacing the I'm Darth Vader from Planet Vulcan line with I'm a Spaceman from Pluto. <laughs> Is that guy still in the industry? I don't know. I that hope guy's not. A fucking idiot. I hope he's dead. Scheinberg <laughs> Scheinberg was persuaded to change his mind by a response memo from Steven Spielberg, which thanked him for sending a wonderful joke memo and then <laughs> and that everyone got a kick out of it. Scheinberg, too proud to admit he was serious, gave in to letting the film retain its title. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's like, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Claudia Wells, who played Jennifer Parker in Back to the Future, gave her role up to Elizabeth Shue. For Back to the Future Part 2 and 3, when her mother was diagnosed with cancer. Aww. She was really pretty. I liked her a lot. She wasn't in the movie very much, but I really liked her. Yeah. Biff's catchphrases, make like a tree and get out of here, and butthead, were improvised by Thomas F. Wilson. 
Uh, the sticker on the back of Doc's truck, one nuclear bomb can ruin your whole day. Oh. And it did. <clears throat> Michael J. Fox had always been the first choice for Marty, but he was unavailable due to scheduling conflicts with his work on Family Ties. Hmm. As Family Ties co-star Meredith Baxter was pregnant at the time, Fox was carrying a lot more of the show than usual. The show's producer, <clears throat> Gary David Goldberg, simply couldn't afford to let Fox go. Zemeckis and Gale then cast Eric Stoltz. I need to look him up. That name is familiar. Eric Stoltz as Marty, based on his performance in Mask. After six weeks of filming, Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale felt that Stoltz wasn't right for the part, and Stoltz agreed. Oh, no. Yeah, by this... What? was it, Who is he? What's he been? Oh, he plays like a sexual predator and stuff, doesn't he? He looks like he does. He was in Mask. He was in Pulp Fiction. Anaconda. He, he was in the butterfly effect. He like, was the he was the pedophile in the butterfly oh, effect. Oh, that's why we're like, oh, we're like yeah, I was like, pedophile. he looks like he touches kids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guy. <if> Sorry, <laughs> Eric Stoltz. Kids. It's not. I, I mean, do. it's kind of your fault for playing the role and making us associate you with pedophilia, but yeah. Uh, you. <laughs> <clears throat> by this stage, Baxter was back fully on the show. And Goldberg agreed to let Fox go off to make the film. Fox worked out a schedule to fulfill his commitment to both projects. Every day during production, he drove straight to the movie set after taping the show and averaged about five hours of sleep. The bulk of the production wow. yeah, was filmed 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. with the daylight scenes filmed on the weekends. Reshooting Stoltz's scene added $3 million to the budget. Wow. Yeah. They must have really liked him. Yeah. And I get it. Like... Yeah, I can't. Without Michael J. Fox, this movie, although there's more um, people that, a person that could have played Marty McFly and a person that could have played Doc, and honestly, I would watch that movie too. Mm. I, wait until you hear the names. In December 2007, it was selected by the Library of Congress for preservation in the National Film Registry. From the day the film wrapped to the day it was released, it was a mere nine and a half weeks, an unprecedentedly wow. short lead time. Huey Lewis was asked by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale to write a song for the film. However, the two Bobs were not thrilled with the first song Huey brought back to them. After explaining what they were hoping for, Huey came back with The Power of Love, which is the song that he tries out with. Yeah. He was then told they needed one more song, and so upon reviewing a cut of the film, Huey got inspiration for Back in Time, which is the one in the credits. Hmm. Despite Marty and Jennifer crediting Doc as the origin of the repeated line, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything, Jennifer claims it is something he would always say, Doc never says the line once in any of the movies. <laughs> it is Marty who says it first to his father after the dance. Later, an even older George McFly uses the line. Mm -hmm. The test audience, to whom the movie was initially screened, was not told that the movie was intended to be a comedy. Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale recalled that the atmosphere in the cinema started to get really tense during the scene where Einstein, the dog, is sent through the sent through time because the audience was expecting that something gruesome had happened to the dog. <laughs> There's only about 32 visual effects shot in the entire film, which is impressive. Yeah. This is the only film in the trilogy which Marty is not called a coward by Biff or any of his family members. Marty never once addresses his sister Linda by her name in this or any other film in the entire trilogy. John wow. Cusack was considered to play Marty McFly James Woods was considered for the part of Doc Brown. And if they had made a knockoff of Back to the Future with John Cusack and James Woods, I'd be interested in seeing it. That's all I'm saying. I feel like it would have a 
very different darker tone to it because both of them i think tend to go dark like just picturing james woods as doc brown i'm just like that'd be a real different doc yeah real different less crazy more maniacal does that make sense yeah okay uh so that's all my notes jesus christ it took for fucking ever or it felt like it did it's cool because yeah even though it's just been a week for you guys it's been like two weeks for us yeah that's why we're super chatty we're super chatty it's been a while Oh, these are my Donnie Darko notes. I was, <laughs> You're I was, like, uh, I was like, what this the fuck was I thinking? This doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it really doesn't. The first note is mom bag. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know how that pertains to Donnie Darko, but we'll figure it out later. <laughs> That's funny. My first note for Back to the Future is between the water from the coffee maker not having a coffee pot to yes. go into and the burnt fucking toast, mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. I did not <clears throat> have any notes until Marty McFly comes on the scene. And my first note is, he's so young. He is a baby. My first notes regarding Marty McFly are nice shoes, Marty McFly. <laughs> he does have some. He's wearing the Converse's, right? Nikes. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, he wears the Converse's when he goes back in time, which then is lucky because they were made I would then. Say, nice shoes, Marty McFly. <laughs> so, okay, what do we want to talk about in Back to the Future? First of all, this movie is paced really well. Like, Luke watched it with me, and he's like, I thought this movie was longer than it was. And so I checked the time, he's like, man, it does not feel like we've been sitting here that long. No, it's much... It was... Donnie Darko and this movie are both about two hours, right? I think Donnie Darko's longer, and it feels like three times as long. It feels so I almost long. fell asleep watching it. And it's not so because I, did, I hate it. I don't hate it, but I'm just like, oh my god. Well, yeah, we'll get to it. Um... But this is more enjoyable yes. to watch. It's a lighter. And I would like to mention the principal guy. Yep. With his nutsack neck. Does he have that in the past as well? I don't recall. <laughs> but it caught your eye. But it caught, because they do the close-up where he goes nose-to-nose with Marty. Yeah, he like, gets uncomfortably close. He's like, you... You McFlies never amount to anything. And I was just like, bitch, I wish somebody would. <laughs> like, get up in my face like that and see. You I dare you. make it that close to my face if you were not Zach or Sage before I smack the shit out of you. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, I don't think I have an aggressive reaction to stuff like that. But I would, like, pull back and be like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, no. Why are you in my face? No, I would. I Definitely. My first instinct when someone touches me is to turn around and punch them. It's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't surprise me. FYI. <laughs> it's unexpected touch. My mm-hmm. first instinct is to fight. <laughs> don't touch me. Mm. <laughs> In general. Mm. I love if when I, I catch. know like Zach's around or Sage is around, then I'm like, oh, it's it's one of them. It's fine. Right. But if they're not and I'm not expecting someone to be on me, then I'm like, ah, what the, the fuck, fuck is happening? Um, 
fight you. I love when I catch autocorrects after. Like, I was just <laughs> typing and moving on. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite because I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, what the what fuck was that was supposed I? to be? What, what am I saying? I was like, his dad is a was. Wuss. wuss. He's a wuss. He's a wuss. He's a wuss. Well done. <clears throat> and he has to. Okay. I wish that for a second we had had the original future, the original 1985, to really just like go in close and examine his dad because he has to have some pent up rage. Oh my gosh. Because he was just like taking it all, laughing. So. And I'm like, he murders kittens on the weekends. Like, there's no way that he is really laughing. He, yeah, no. The rage that man. Like, I would watch a movie specifically about George McFly before Marty fixes everything. Oh, like. Just about, like, I bet he's a serial if, like, killer. What if they made, like, an in-between mm-hmm. or an alternate reality back mm-hmm. to the future where Marty doesn't fix anything. Mm-hmm. His mom and his dad don't get together. Mm-hmm. Marty disappears. And it's just George's life? George's life. As a fucking serial killer. Working with Doc. Maybe Doc's trying to stop him. I would so be into that. Right? That would be fucking rad. Yeah. Like, let's make... Let's what up, start Steven that. Spielberg? Wait, what up? We know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. They sent the dog first. Oh, you know what? Steven Spielberg did fucking Ready Player One, too. So, it makes sense. That well, this was fake. presented by... So, like, he was involved in production, but he didn't actually do anything. Right. But, I mean, it makes sense that there was a reference to <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah. director. Um, yeah, they sent the dog to the future. And even though I, I've seen Back to the Future, and I've seen it more than once, but, like, I don't really remember a ton. Yeah, no, I've I kind of want to watch the others, the two and three. I do, too. Two's I've where they go to the it. future. What, baby? I'm sorry, but we we can't do anything about it. Watch your movie. I can't sleep. Usually she's complaining that Sage, I'm making too much noise. Sage is like, last night, he was like, I can't, because I read to him every night. Mm-hmm. And I close your eyes. Mm-hmm. I, we're not reading books with fucking pictures. Right. We're reading chapter books. Mm-hmm fucking books with pictures are boring as fuck and i'm not reading that to you right i'm just not mm-hmm. you know i did when he was you know, yeah a baby but now he's not a baby <laughs> uh he's not fucking closing his eyes i said sage close your eyes and he says mom it's too hard to keep my eyes closed all the time and i was like sage close your eyes he closes his eyes Less than five minutes, he's passed the fuck yeah. out. Close your goddamn eyes. <laughs> I can't. It's too hard to keep my eyes shut. Oh, literally, it's hard for me to keep my eyes open. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. Um, we didn't go over what the movie's about. Oh, so like, well, I assume that if you're old yeah. enough to listen to this podcast, you have seen this movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, you shouldn't be listening to our podcast. But keep listening; we'll tell you. Um, so Marty is friends with this old guy who like invents shit. Yeah, and he has He's invented a, a time machine. Inventor. Yes. So they do a test run. The dog goes one minute into the future. Everything's fine. They're gonna. The doc is gonna run again. 
And in order to get what he needed to make the time machine, he hustled some terrorists. Yes. And they're not happy about it. No. They come by. They shoot him. Yes. They're coming after Marty. Yep. No witnesses. Marty just jumps in the time machine and guns it. Yep. Because they run out of bullets. Yeah. Yep. So they're chasing him, and he's just like, I'm just going to go. And 88 he, miles per hour. Yeah. He... And the time was already set to 30 years in the future when Doc was messing with it. Yep. So he goes. In the past. Yeah. He goes. Sorry. He goes back 30 years. And then he accidentally prevents his parents from meeting the way that they had met. Yeah. And if he doesn't get them to cross paths and fall in love, then him and his brother and sister are going to cease to exist because his parents will not have got together. Yep. That's the general plot. Yep. So his his mom and dad are both like weird yep mm. his mom being thirsty for him was Dude. not okay <laughs> no so before we started recording you mentioned we were going to talk about censorship and i'm not mm. sure how that's going to go down in donnie darko oh i'm sure it'll be an interesting conversation um because i it was although i think early. we agree on was- censorship Probably. We probably have very similar views. Um, but it was it was very early in the week that I watched it, so it's and I always fucking forget everything about Donnie Darko after I watch it. Like I can't Oh, remember. you made notes. I did make notes. Um but where was I going with this? Oh, censorship. I Googled it because there are a lot of curse words in this movie and I was just curious. <laughs> what the rating was mm-hmm. because it came out in 85 and so they wouldn't have updated the rating and it's just rated pg well for a long time they didn't have pg-13 it was pg and r oh so for a really long time there was no pg-13 because i was like man there's no fucking way yeah there's oh. no way between the cussing and the incesty bits yes that were disturbing um, There's no way. Okay, so there are some iconic lines in Back to the Future that everybody knows. Yes. Um, this might be, but I don't hear people quote it as much. But the doc, doc said something. The doc. I watched Doctor Who too much. <coughs> doc says something really funny. He says, "If my calculations are correct, when this baby hits eighty-eight, you're going to see some serious shit." Yes, I wrote that in my notes too it was so funny word i had to pause it looks like what and i was like i have to i have to get that right yes i rewound (laughs) so i could get it right in case you didn't have it but i put that too i liked the license plate said out of time yeah yeah I love that he scammed terrorists. Like, just that. I don't remember that. I don't remember it either. I didn't I remember assume it they're so terrorists. hard. They said it. Oh, they did? Okay. Towards he the says Libyan. last half of the movie. Okay. But, like, uh, when they came in on the uh, Volkswagen van, or in the Volkswagen yeah. van, it was so funny to me. That they were in a Volkswagen van? Yes, van? Yeah. I think that was supposed I'm to be just funny. like. That's not for you. Right. Those are fucking hippies. But I was like, I don't want to call these guys terrorists because, you know, just because they're fucking not American. White. <laughs> well, doesn't you know, mean they're terrorists. I recently got into so, a weird debate. I'm sorry. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
in my notes, instead of putting terrorist, I was like, it's so funny to see an old Volkswagen van, which I associate with hippies, with some gun-toting bad guys hanging out of it. Because I didn't want to call them terrorists just because they weren't <laughs> white. But then later in the movie, they were like, oh, damn terrorists or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then I didn't change my notes. I was like, okay, cool. I got into a weird debate on Facebook okay. with this woman um, because... Is it a woman I know? No, huh? Oh, okay. I don't even know her. She just knows someone that I know. <laughs> I love those arguments. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't serious, and I didn't feel hostile or anything. There are some people that I debate on Facebook that I have personal negative feelings toward because they're stupid. But this woman, it wasn't that she was stupid. We just didn't agree on something. Sure. Um, it, A friend of mine had shared an article about the, like, sheriff in Austin had finally come forward and called the guy that was doing all those bombs a terrorist. Okay. And people were relieved. They're like, finally, like, we knew he was a terrorist. Right. And it's about time somebody said something. Right. And I made the point of saying that, like, it's really important that we don't blur the lines and the definitions of certain words. And terrorism, I feel, is one of them. You don't want that to be loosely thrown around. And terrorism is defined by people that... Uh, commit acts of violence for political gain or ideological gain. Mm -hmm. But when they reviewed like his confession tape, there's still no clear motive on what was driving him to bomb. So we don't know if he was doing it for political or ideological gain. Right. And therefore, by definition, it He's can't not. be considered terrorism. Right. Now, I understand that what he did struck terror. I, it's right. awful. Like, well, my immediate thought when I hear terrorist is someone who it's just the way the word yes sounds. It's and when you hear that someone was bombing something, you're like, yeah, he's oh, a yeah, fucking terrorist. That fucking causes terror. It induces yeah, terror. but like the definition, and I just I think that sometimes since it, people can become sensitive to things and definition can, definitions can get warped because of people's sensitivities. They can get watered down. Yes. So with certain things, I think it's really important that you keep clear lines. Yes. And so I just made that comment because the person that posted the article, like, she's really open-minded. and Sure. And I, I figured that she would probably feel the same way because she's also uh, into, like, um, she is a professor of legal, what is it, justice, criminal justice. Yes. I was going to answer you, but I had my mouth full of coke. <laughs> So I, I figured that would be something that she might have thoughts on. Right. Well, someone that is on her Facebook had commented back, and she's like, I live in Austin, and I can tell you unequivocally that this man was a terrorist. What he did was awful. And I was like, whoa, I am not arguing that what he did was yeah, not no, awful. Yeah, no, what he did was definitely awful. Yeah, I'm like, so and I'm not trying to it. nitpick either. Like, I don't want to uh, downplay anything that he did. I just think that calling him a terrorist isn't the right term no the guy, i know that that seems nitpicky but i just think that's really important shot up uh planned parenthood because he didn't agree with abortion yes he was white or guy the, uh, terrorist the fucking sniper guy that was like picking off people like that's a terrorist he had political motives I don't know. Like, maybe I was just being a cunt about it. I wasn't trying to be. Like, that it's wasn't so, my goal. It's so rare that I hear you say that word. It's not one of my favorite like, words. It's a little jarring. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. This is 
it was not my my intention at all. That's it's just my I'm, word. And like I'm not trying to be overly sensitive about it either. Sure. But like I said, like you don't want the whole debate on uh, you know sexual predators, sexual misconduct, like that. The terminology has become so broad that no one can agree what actions are bad and what actions are just gross you know what i mean like what's criminal versus what is just socially unacceptable you know what i mean like there's a a line and it's getting blurred because because definitions have been stretched in both directions sure so i don't know when it comes to terrorism and things like that i just think it's important that we have clear definitions and the definition as i understand it and Google understands it. Yeah, no, that's why I just unless Googled there's something it I'm just not aware because of. Because my my brain immediately is like terrorist. That's a person who causes terror. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, like but maybe I was yes, just Google, being overly weird about Google it. Google and definitions.com <laughs> agrees with you. The uh, the world leader in defining things. Yes. Uh, okay. So back to Back to the Future. Which is a great name. Anyone who said otherwise is stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Oh, uh, Michael J. Fox apparently was ripped because he pushed that fucking DeLorean behind a bush like it was a shopping cart. He fucking... He's <laughs> Did like, you see it? No. He just, like, pushes it lightly behind... I'm like, have you ever tried to push a car that won't move? <laughs> Maybe he had It's it not easy. Neutral. Still. Going, he's not on an incline. <laughs> Do not. It's okay. Do it's not. Okay. He could do it. <laughs> but when he said, I hid it here, bruh, you didn't hide nothing. You <laughs> covered it with a couple of twigs. I really expect, I've seen this movie before, but like I said, I didn't remember some specifics. I really didn't expect it to still be there. I thought somebody had moved it. Dude, it's been at least 20 years since I watched this movie. So I was just like, I remember some of this. Right. Exactly. I remember the, the big movements. Right. I remember him disappearing in the picture. I remember him getting on the stage in the 50s. Uh, okay. So his dad is a peeping Tom. Is he? Yeah. The whole reason he got hit by the car was because he was in that tree. Oh. Watching her get undressed. I think. Sage had come in to say something to me, and I missed that. Uh, his That's mom funny, though. liked to live. And it's so funny because she seems like such a prude. Yes. And I think the implication is that, like, a lot of parents are like that, where they're just like, well, I never. And they yeah. totally did. Yeah. Um, much worse. Yeah. Than what you're Yeah, he's over here like, should you be drinking and smoking? And she's like, don't be such a square. You sound just like my mother. <laughs> the look he gives her when she says that was so funny. Right. Oh. You are my mother. He's like, yeah. Yeah, your mom was probably, you know, promiscuous as well. I was trying to think of the right word. Promiscuous girl. Already know. <laughs> don't pretend you don't know that song. Uh, okay. <laughs> the guy, oh my God. When he's asking for directions to get to Doc's house. Yeah. he's like, oh yeah, it's next to JFK Boulevard. And the guy goes, who the hell is John F. Kennedy? <laughs> Bruh. That made me laugh so hard. Oh God. Um, let's see. Christopher Lloyd. 
and Bette Midler. If they ever had oh a child. Oh, my God. That child would have the craziest eyes known to man. Like, they both have just spot on crazy eyes. They would be the funniest person <laughs> ever. Probably. They could sing. They could dance. Uh, this is, okay, I'm going to say it. And I think that no one's going to disagree. This movie has the weirdest love triangle ever. <laughs> and, like, I typed that in my notes, and Luke was all up in my business reading my notes. He was like, uh, you don't think the Terminator's a weird love story? I was like, bitch, read what I wrote. I did not write love story. I wrote love, love triangle. triangle. And John Connor was never part of that. So, Well, I mean, he was, but he was the product of it. Yeah, he wasn't in it yeah i mean he was in it <laughs> but he wasn't in, in it well don't you know what i mean i'm picking up what you're laying down so doc has a lot of opinions about matchmaking which yeah. is another series that i would watch where he just like matches people up you know what i mean it's like uh the matchmaker at the beginning of mulan yeah he's like he painted his face up and shit bah, mulan <laughs> Oh, uh, that is that is with great. his crazy hair. <laughs> um, I pay for that. Yeah, I would watch that show in a heartbeat, yes. like a, a reality show where the doc is making people's lives. Like I would watch that. Yes, when he sees that four by four truck mm-hmm. before he goes back to the past, mm-hmm. which sounds weird to say, but when he goes to the past. And he's like, that's hot. He says, that four by four is hot. I was like, no. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not hot then. It's It's not not hot hot now. now. Yeah. Never was. Never will be. I'm sorry. I'm not really into trucks. Uh, Luke has this really fun game that we play where every time we see a truck, and there are a lot in this area. I don't know where you guys live. I'm guessing a lot of you live close to us because we don't have that many listeners. But right, we've uh, we forced ourselves on most of you. <laughs> yes, Vicky has forced us on most of you because she's better at it than I am. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> like a lot of people in around here drive trucks. Like a lot of people, a and lot of Luke people. and I try to guess how many of them have actually hauled anything. <laughs> it's a fun game. We also play this game. Zach, Zach drives a truck. It's not one of those big dumbass trucks, though. And it, He's taken furniture around, it right? definitely hauled things several times. Has it ever hauled ass? Mine. Haul ass! That's one of my favorite things to yell when I need people to run. Um, <laughs> which is not often enough. I was, I was about to say, I'm, I don't think I've ever heard you say that. Well, that's because we never run. We just do yoga. Ah, uh, yeah. Next time we're in Extended Warrior, I'm going to be like, haul ass! <laughs> <laughs> when we when you woo i was said when we woo i don't woo when you yeah woo, i tried to get you to woo i know i was like i was gonna flip you off but there was a kid sitting behind you and i was like huh his mom looks like she might try to fight me <laughs> and i just and worked I out i don't have bail money i mean i do but i plan to use it right <laughs> not for bail Oh, we also play a really fun game where Luke made the the observation okay. that when you see a Confederate flag on someone's car, uh-huh. generally, there 
they ignorant. They're not a doctor. No. <laughs> so we play this fun game where every time we see a Confederate flag on a car, we're just like, doctor. <laughs> doctor like it's just really it's so funny to us it's right. probably not funny to anybody else but right. that shit's hilarious to us we're just right. like look at that doctor over there hey. we need some medical attention over here there's a medical emergency oh okay yeah no and if you do have a confederate flag on your vehicle and you are a doctor you know what you let us know you let us know we're very interested. We are quite interested. Um, okay. Marty has a really funny line. If you don't ask Lorraine to that dance, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> it's a funny line. It is. Biff stepping all up in dude, George's game. Biff. Biff First is of all. such a douche. He's a douche in the future. Mm-hmm. He's a douche in the past. He was such a douche in the future that I was, like, angry. Yeah. I was like, fuck you, Biff. How can you loan me a car without telling me there's a blind spot? Motherfucker, have you ever driven a car before? There's every fucking car I've ever drove in has a blind spot. No, no, no. The best line that he has where he's just like, and when the guy hit me, I spilled beer all over it. What are you going to do about it? Right. And then he's, oh, I had them haul your car back over here and all you've got is white beer? Yeah. He's the worst. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're a douche. And then I, like, I was seriously so mad. I was like, die, die, die. You should have died in high school. Die, die, die. Fucking douche. You ugly fuck. I was mad. Yeah. It was yeah, upsetting. I mean, yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Don't know that it was that upsetting, but it was upsetting. It was. I, even as I was writing it, I was like, why are you so angry? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Die. So Biff says to Marty that he did 300 bucks worth of damage. Yes. In 1955. That's a oh, new that's fucking, a fucking car. Lot. Yeah. Yeah, like that's insane. Didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah, as soon as he said it, I was like, "How much? What year are we in? Jesus Christ." I was just like, "Oh, 300 bucks. Fuck that. That's fine." <laughs> also, I just fucking put almost 600 into my car last week. Jesus. Yeah. What happened? I shattered my wheel bearing. I needed a new axle. And a new hub for Jeez. my rear driver tire. What did you do? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> I so. was driving it two weeks ago and I heard some metal. Like like when you have a stick caught under your car and yeah. it's dragging the road. And I was like, that's weird. I, but I looked in the mirror and I didn't see anything and I didn't hear it anymore. And I was like, maybe it's somebody else's piece of shit car. And then Zach drove it on Saturday, and he drove to the bank, like, Mm -hmm. that's five minutes from my house, Mm -hmm. and he drove back, and he's like, you can't drive your car. He's like, it is not safe. And I took it to the mechanic on Tuesday, and he had it done on Wednesday, which was cool. He was very fast, or, yeah, that's right. He was very fast, very efficient. I don't know his name. I don't deal with that stuff. Uh, but... He, I guess when my car got there, he was like, I don't know how the wheel is staying on right now. <laughs> I don't know. And so, uh, yeah, that was, that was $600. That was a good. Damn. It was much less than I thought it was going to be, so I'm happy. <laughs> like, I'm okay with it. I love how Biff 
tr- he legitimately tries to kill Marty. Yeah. He tries to kill him. Yeah. And then he tries to rape his mom. Yeah. So, to be fair, he doesn't know that he's trying to rape his mom. No, what? In front of him. But he still tries to rape someone. Yeah, no. So, we've just established <laughs> that he's a murderous rapist. Yes. Yep. Fuck Biff. Like, yeah. he's the worst. The like, worst. Like, his sense of entitlement and general bully nature is bad enough. Yeah. But then you have the extra stuff. The yep. trying to kill Marty. The yep. trying to rape Lorraine. Yep. And you're just like, he's irredeemable. Like, yeah. having to whack someone's car is not good Twice. enough. Twice. Twice. Not good enough. He's like, are you trying to bluff me, Ben? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm just, just starting started. to put the second coat on. <laughs> My oh, note yeah. says, George sees the rape and gets some balls and a broken arm and then yeah. some more balls. <laughs> More balls. <laughs> and then he goes in, balls deep, at least three times. Uh, Luke and I agreed that the only thing that could have made this movie better was, like, when he fixes everything and him, his brother, and his sister are back in the picture and everything's fine. If there had been another older brother implying that his parents had banged that night, yeah, that would have been just icing on the cake just like just, who the fuck is this guy another older sibling yeah they be like where the fuck did you come from and then he yeah, do the math they're just like, like thanks marty <laughs> yeah i have in my notes bang bang bangity bang i said a bang bang bangity bang <laughs> you gotta watch that show <laughs> great scott great scott. i got so excited when he said it i did too i didn't um, write it though <laughs> when he fucking comes back oh wait hold on when they're back, he's in the past. He gets out of the trunk, or they get put in the trunk, and the guy's like, "Hey, what are you doing with my car?" Yeah, he calls him a spook. Yeah, that's a Did racial they, slur. Is it like yes. legitimately? Yes. Wow, that's how fucking little I know about like slurs. Yeah, I'm like I don't call people. Yeah, I love how they also say that the he doesn't want to mess with any reefer addicts. Yes. He's like, I don't want to mess with no reefer addicts, okay? <laughs> I laughed really hard. Who the hell sleeps like Marty? Do you see the way he sl- He has an arm wrapped back. Or, uh, you're, how are you not dislocating your shoulder? I couldn't sleep like that. Just, no, I would I be couldn't. so sore every morning. Right. You would Jesus. just be like, oh, okay. And yeah, I'm no. dead. I'm dead. I can't. My yeah. arm is dead. Maybe he jerks off in the morning with his dead arm. <laughs> so it feels like a stranger. <laughs> he probably makes that face. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Marty fixed everything, right? So now his yes. brother's successful, his dad's successful writer, his, his mom isn't fat now, I guess. His, yeah, she's not She's not as aged. She's yeah. She's not an alcoholic. And yes. It appears by her skin that maybe she's quit smoking. So by his own actions, Marty has now become the shittiest person in his family. Yep. He was the best person in his family. Yep. Now he's the shittiest. Yep. He's got to up his game. To be fair, though... He's still in high school, right? Yeah. So he... He has time. Could fix it. Uh, let's see. They're about to go on their date. And he's... She's like, is everything okay? And he's like, everything's great. And then Doc pops up. I'm here to fuck shit up again. 
He's like, they're like, what's the problem? He's like, well, she can come. Jennifer can come too. It involves her. You're fucking kids, man. And he's like, earlier. He she was looks like, over at Marty really weird when he says your kids. He was like, you're, uh, I'm going 30 years into the future. It seems like a good number. Mm-hmm. But 30 years from 1985 is 2015. I bet your kids are a bunch of fucking pricks. Uh, question. So, Doc makes a big deal about not interacting with your past self because you could affect their future. Yes. He then completely disregards his own rule and takes a past Marty to future Marty, which is what he was trying when past Marty was future Marty. He was like, you can't mess with the past. But now that he is the past, he's like, you got to mess with the past. Like, you've got to fix what future Marty did wrong. Yeah. But he's by doing that, he's affecting the future. Well, to be fair, he had already been like, fuck it, because he taped together the letter Mm. that Marty had written to him in 1955. I just thought it was funny because he's just like really like doubling down on that rule. And then yeah. suddenly he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Nah, we need to plot for a second movie. That's, so that's how shitty your fucking kids are. He's like, I'm willing, <laughs> willing to break the rules because you really fucked it up. All right. So who's your MVP? Uh, Einstein. Einstein. The dog. I like it. I like it. And then Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, we <laughs> have to go back to the future. <laughs> I have a horrible impression. I'm sorry. Marty, your kids, they're uh, pieces of shit. <laughs> I also have a horrible impression. So you guys can vote on who had the worst <laughs> walking impression. It's going to be close. But you let us know. Oh, that's Let's gonna see, be funny MVP. to listen to. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, Doc, Doc is my MVP, and Einstein, not Christopher Walken. Sorry, right. I love him too, though. <laughs> all, all the Christophers have been in this hoe. All the Christopher Pratt. <laughs> yes, I'd take him. Chris Pine. Sure. Chris, um, fuck. Who's who else is in the Marvel movies? I can see his face. The Human uh, Torch, Captain America, Chris. I don't know. Oh, Chris Hemsworth? Oh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is the shit. Yes. Uh, Okay, anyway. All the Chris's. All the Chris's. Yes. I'm sure there's a few that I would not. No, I definitely know several Chris's. My first boyfriend was named Chris. (laughs) I had a boyfriend named Chris. He wasn't the first boyfriend. Um, But I had one named Chris at one point. Uh, Is there anything else we need to go over? Not for this movie. This episode was not as long as I thought it was going to be. It's good because I thought it was going to be really long. I did too. I I actually think Donnie Darko might be a longer one. We'll see. I don't know that I took as many notes for Donnie Darko. I think it has a lot more things to talk about. To discuss. Topics, yeah. Yes. Uh, All right. So if you don't know, next week you'll be getting Donnie Darko. Yeah. Unless I switch it up and you had it last week. In which case, last week you had <laughs> Donnie Darko. Uh, well, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. You can contact us on social media. Like us. Give us a five-star review. Uh, you can email us at the drama, or sorry, at dramamamaspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. We're on Facebook, the Drama Mamas Podcast. Yep. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Drama Mamas Pod. Yep. 
You can follow us personally on Twitter. I'm at Norwegia, yeah. And I'm at Cookie Slayer. With a one in the cookie. And, and a three in the slayer. Yeah. Yeah. So, unless there was anything else. Nope. As always, remember to save the drama. For these mamas. Next week on the drama mamas. She's like, and the way she plays that. how she doesn't like it is so obvious but subtle. Yes. And I, I was like, that. I was like, oh, you're me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Because I would hate to be rude to somebody. Yeah, I don't like to be rude, but there are people but I hate. You will know. Yeah. You will know that I hate you. With the fiery fury of a thousand. Yeah, if you thoughts. have any self-awareness whatsoever. If you have a brain cell, you'll know. <laughs>